Good evening, Patriots. And it's Monday, October 3rd in the year 2022. East Coast, you just hit Tuesday. And we'll catch up with you here in a bit. Patriots, we are in a very unstable time economically. Make sure you're doing everything you can to protect your hard-earned wealth. The last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that literally went to zero. Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler, multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. Could that happen again? And if it did, are your savings protected? Why not own something that has never been valued at zero? Gold. Historically, your best hedge against inflation, which is racing out of control as we speak. The savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from the downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling dollar. Do you? Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or IRA that's underperforming, just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, and you can convert that into an IRA in precious metals right now. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on diversifying into gold tax-free. Hedge against inflation. Protect your hard-earned money. Get your free info kit by texting BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. So there's a lot of discussion going on right now about this quantum QFS system coming online, which is all tied in with other discussions about Chisera, which is also linked to a concept of Jubilee. And I don't, you know, a lot of this is very suspect to me because of where we sit and what the, what sort of games have been going on in the crypto world. And there's a lot of people excited about it, I think for a lot of the wrong reasons, because everybody's excited about debt forgiveness and how this will bring in a new era of money and, and it'll be secure. If you've been paying attention at all to, to anything going on in the what we call CBDC, the central, central bank digital currency, you'll know that one of the things that has been promised is that they are programmable. So the temptations are going to be fairly significant, I believe, as we watch an economy fall and as something that... I mean, and just something you have to be very wary of as it rolls out because human nature is very persistent. <clears throat> We've been warned time and again that money's the root of all evil. And it's not the money that's the problem. It's where people begin to worship. And as they consume themselves with money, they take their eyes off of Father. And that's principally it because it isn't that Father wants anybody to be poor or be without, it's that we seek not to trust in him and instead seek to, per, to acquire more funds. One of the big challenges that we're in right now is a simple relationship issue with how we relate to where we are. So let's say you own your own business, or even if you're working in a job, and the concept that we end up having is, how can I grow my business? How can I earn more money? And that's exactly the trap of the, of the whole system that begins right there in a very simple sense is that the minute that we begin to seek that, we're failing to answer the real question, which is how can I serve Father, our God, more? That's the only mission that we should be on. Unfortunately, this is a world wrought with temptation. I played a piece last night. I want to play it again tonight because it deals with some economic predictions coming up this next year. And remember, these are just someone's analysis. Neither this guy nor I wear our economic advisor. We don't wear white coats and we don't play a doctor on TV as a disclaimer. So if you take advice here as economic advice, it's at your own risk. But I think it's important to hear some of where he's going and then we'll dig into this a little bit more. Here's my prediction of the next 12 months. This is just based on historical data, where we're at economically and globally. With the pound collapsing down on Monday and the Bank of England going into full crisis mode on Wednesday. And the why behind that is they have a massive liquidity crisis. Well, the globe is in a massive liquidity crisis. 
America specifically, GDP versus debt is backwards. All the gross domestic products we have in the United States, we could sell all of it, we can't pay off our debt. And this is due to QE, quantitative easing, the printing of money with nothing backing it. We've been in a low interest rate environment since 1980s, and money has been very, very cheap. And anytime there was issues, they just turned the printing machine on. So here's my prediction of what's going to happen within the next 12 months. You're gonna see more and more countries go into a liquidity crisis. Interest rates are gonna go through the roof. They're gonna to work to cool inflation. And what that does is it knocks off the normal everyday person from their hardworking jobs because that's what happens when inflation needs to be cooled. They can't raise prices because it's too expensive to buy anything. And so in order to keep the business going, you have to let go of the most expensive thing, which is payroll. You're gonna start, start to see a lot of jobs leverage towards technology. That's what Jerome Powell said, leverage towards technology and the middle class is gonna to start to get replaced. The engine of the US economy, small businesses are gonna come collapsing down because they won't be able to afford to employ people. It'll be too expensive to borrow to keep the business going. And we have another cliff coming in the small business world. Many small businesses were bailed out with these big loans that were deferred. And I'll be doing a YouTube video on this next week. Those loans are coming due. So now small businesses that were cruising along with stimulus money, with the support, are now going to have large payments back to these loans. So at the same time, everything is happening together. But there is a solve that's been built behind the scenes. This is not conspiracy, this is actually happening behind the scenes. Distributed ledger technology, central bank digital currency, even playing field, financial inclusion, the World Economic Forum, central banks, the BIS, the G7, are all working behind the scenes in a coordinated effort to bring in a central bank digital currency. When everything comes collapsing down, they're going to create liquidity by moving money at the speed of light 24-7, seven days a week. Welcome to your new financial system. And where is that money going to come from? If you have money that's truly backed by a hard asset, then there's a limited amount of it. If you're doing what they say is a true crypto, where there's actually algorithmic puzzles that the computers are cracking to release, these are mathematical equations and puzzles that are being cracked. That's what you call crypto mining, is when the computers are working these puzzles all day long and every time they crack one they get a dollar or they get a, a, a token of money of some fashion it's a cryptocurrency and so they're essentially creating money out of nothing it's in digital space the argument that goes with crypto folks is that the machines are using energy and therefore that equates to work but this has nothing to do with reality this is all in the ether and as we've already seen with the cryptos they're they've been decimated and they'll continue to be most likely, but they're trying to pull everybody into this centralized CBDC. The reason I wanted you to hear that piece again too is there's a lot of this anticipation that there's gonna be this great shift. The military is gonna take everything down and suddenly there's gonna be a, a great reset for the positive as they sweep up all the arrests and there's this new horizon of technology coming in. If you're paying attention to these sorts of discussions, which much of that originates from the Q platform, there is an outstanding question that no one's been able to answer. And that's, well, there's a number of them. One of those questions is, where is Q pro or against transhumanism? And that answer actually comes out in, in, in the sense that any, both of these sides that we're hearing fight are not pushing back against transhumanism. You, there is a, an extremely important piece to understand that there is the movement that is steering the earth right now sees that technology is a necessity for humans to evolve. That is fundamental to whether you are a white hat or a black hat. And Q has even said that. Let us show you a whole new world of technology. With that is built this whole anticipation of these suppressed technology releases, free energy, all sorts of stuff. The problem that we have is, again, it's not about the tokens that are, we need. It's about the basis of how humanity is operating.
if you haven't noticed, we are dealing with a morally bankrupt, morally deranged foundation in across our entire, entire globe. Without the relationship that we must have in Christ and through Christ then to Father God, without that relationship, we are running amok and it becomes a world of people worried about themselves. That is, by definition, the progressive direction of the world. It is an agnostic to atheist worldview that has been steering most of this world. And everybody now is jumping on for the competition to be part of this next era. Another indicator is the injection, the death shot. When you look across the countries in the world, and let's just take the United States first, which we were the ones that produced the most virulent methods of killing people with an injection, and we're losing approximately 4,000 people a week right now that are dropping dead of unknown illnesses, which we know is garbage. We know the consequence and what it is. But then you have to look across the seas and see who else is going on. Let's take our the deep state's number one nemesis, that's Vladimir Putin. The Russians developed their own vaccine. And that vaccine has been mandated by many provinces or states, whatever they go by, in Russia. They are still mandating that you have to take their vaccine. China has done the same thing. So if we're, the, the optics of this are that, well, this is all deep state activity. But Putin is apparently not a deep state actor, according to what we're hearing. And so if you are going to be freeing humanity, why then is it necessary to have a vaccine? A vaccine that's developed to incorporate advanced technologies and advanced manufacturing processes that includes CRISPR technology, that includes the ability to have an updatable immune system. The reason why is because everybody is moving towards the same direction of transhumanism. And so we have to then get to the real core of what is this future that we're being steered into. Now, I'm going to give you my opinion, and it definitely doesn't put me on the popular list for MAGA. And that's too bad, because I'm not here to talk about the promotion of one idolatry over another. Rather, I want to see the destruction of idolatry in the eyes on Jesus for the sake of what we must do as God's children. When we start looking at the dark side, everybody has their finger on the Biden administration. But if we're going to be honest, it's not just the Biden administration. That's just the hand puppets in the front. That's why I refer to Biden as a hand puppet. We're not seeing who the people are that are pulling the strings. The latest one is George Soros is running the Democrat Party. George Soros is another hand puppet. If they're in the news and that visible, they are not anybody of significance or power. They do have power, but again, they're just front men for a much deeper piece. We have to continue to go back. You don't hear anybody condemning Borla who's ahead of Pfizer or Vanguard or BlackRock. And we sure as heck don't hear anything except maybe by me of the condemnation of the queen and the royal family. And we just continue to move up that echelon, and then you're going to start to get into people that you've never heard about. That have little view in the worldview, in the optics of the world, but are extremely powerful. No one's talking about them. Everyone's focused on Fochi, for example, as the evil one. They all want to see it handed because Fochi is the bad guy. Fochi's a bag man. He's little more than a bag man. We don't know who the power is yet of all these behind them. So that's the left, and it's easy to throw stones at the left because the left is loud, the left is noisy, the left is advocating for all these things, but you have to sit back and be honest with yourself and say, this is looking a little bit ridiculous lately. It's almost like we're watching a scripted play because it's hard to imagine that people would literally be this stupid, but they are. And I'll give you that, that they are, but nonetheless, they're playing out a very scripted play. Now, on the other side, we get to the MAGA side, the conservative side, and we know that 
We're supposed to believe in the Republican Party because we're going to change it from within by a vote in a voting system that has not been fixed since 2020. The only one advocating for resetting 2020 election. Actually, there's two outside. I mean, I do, but I'm talking about two other main voices. One is Mike Lindell, and believe it or not, the other one is Juan Osaban. So in spite of that, we're hearing the race forward to vote in 2022. It's going to be the biggest vote ever. We're going to take have a red wave. We're going to take things over. How is that going to happen? Because we're going to outdo the algorithm? Because we're going to vote so much? We did that in 2020. You saw what happened. They just pulled out the, the mules and the resources to make sure that our beating of the algorithm wouldn't be done. So you have to be very realistic about where we're sitting because all of these things are to draw you away from the main issues of attention. And one of those big issues is that the world is being reshaped and social engineered before our very eyes. And how do you social engineer a world? You break its will. You wear it down. You get it so fatigued that even turning to God seems like a task and a chore. And this is really quite brilliant when you think of what they're doing. You see, they need three things to control people. And believe it or not, this was at the core of the Nazi strategy, but this came from the Jesuits long before. And what are the three things you need? Well, you need an enemy, you need fear, and you need trauma. And if you can put those, two, those three things together, there's no nation that isn't manipulable. You can manipulate anybody. And that's what they've done to this nation. They've used trauma. They started with, with fear, which was the pandemic, they chose an enemy, which was China. And then they incorporated that with so much emotional trauma and psychological trauma that the nation is broken at this point in time. There is a way through. We know it. And it's called salvation. We can take a nation and guide them into being reborn through the, into the body of Christ, and therein they can find their way back. But it's a long process, and we know that. If you've been walking with Jesus for any time, you know that even as you accept Christ in the beginning, it's just the beginning. It's a lifelong process, but it's a major start. What we're missing in all of this dialogue about these things is the rupture and displacement of the moral foundation of this nation. We have a nation built on sand, not on the rock of faith. And as a result of this, everything that's coming at us, people are going to be highly tempted to and not be patient and turn to God first. Now, I won't say everyone, but a large percentage of our population. The game is always the same. The three things to control a nation, like I said, as far as the people, you need an enemy, you need fear, and you need trauma. But the tools to do it are food, energy, and money. When you have those three things in your control and you add to it the psychological manipulation of fear, enemy, and trauma, you can steer people anywhere. And right now, we already have the three things of fear, enemy, and trauma in place. If it's the China virus is now gone, apparently, but the new fear, once again, is the nemesis for the deep state, which is Vladimir Putin. In fact, those that are obeying, abiding by the NPCs that are abiding by these, this sort of programming, and there's enough of them, and they're fairly significant, in fact, are the ones that are listening to the mainstream media, and they're being told, even last night, they were told by Brennan on CNN that, without a doubt, the number one culprit to blow up the Nord Stream pipeline was Russia. That is so absolutely retarded in terms of logic, it's laughable. But there's people that are going to buy into it. I listened to a piece today of a guy who's a musician that was just gave an honest testimony, in fact. And his testimony was quite amazing because what he talked about was that how he had been invited to D.C. And then what had happened in this story is that he was... Engaged. This is Moby, by the way, if you know who Moby is. And Moby was 
had an opportunity to meet some of our top intelligence people. And Moby says in his interview, he says, I learned something. In, in fact, I'll just play some of it for you. Take a listen to this. Years of touring um, and spending time in D.C. and New York, I've managed to make a few friends in the intelligence community. And I guess it was about a year ago, we were having dinner, and they were really concerned, partially based on this, not to go too much in the weeds, but like this Fusion GPS report on Trump essentially being run as a Russian agent. And these are some active and former CIA agents who were, they're truly concerned. They were like, they were like, this is the Manchurian candidate. Like he have a Russian agent as the president of the United States. And so they passed on some information to me and they said like, look, you have a big, you have more of a social media following than any of us do. Can you please post some of these things just in a way to sort of put it out there? And, you know, you look at Diane Feinstein who released the testimony from when Fusion GPS went before the Senate Judiciary Committee, um, and she just released those notes yesterday. And yeah, it does seem like, to what extent there's collusion, I don't know. But where there's smoke, there's fire. And when you have so much evidence pointing to the fact that Trump, the Trump administration is really in bed with the Russians in a very pernicious way. And unfortunately, I just don't see people in Congress sort of holding the, the administration account. You see how this works? And you see how this is, I'm not saying he's dumb. He's just a useful idiot. And the thing is that when you start to throw the tags of like an intelligence officer on it, it becomes a big deal. You become very special. This is how an operator works, by the way. Believe me, it's not hard to do. Once you get somebody feeling special, you get somebody feeling important, They'll listen to anything. And now they're going to become part of a national security program to save the nation. And they're going to provide him with hashtags, in fact. One of them was Russia hoax. These are preloaded hashtags already incorporated into the algorithms of the system. So the minute that he uses them, they explode. It's not hard to control people. And what is always missing in every one of these people they choose is a relationship and connection with Jesus and through Christ to the Father. It is always missing because that's the rock of foundation where someone can sit back and take a breath and go, mm, I don't think so. I need to pray on this. I need to give this some reflection and look into scripture to see how this works out. But there isn't any pause because they catch these people mid-stride and immediately they sweep them up into the emotions of the event. And these are all emotionally anchored people. These are people that have built their lives on the beds of sand. Just like we have houses of sand, their lives are set on the foundations of sand. And as they start to crumble, they crumble with the system, but they, they crumble into the system and the system uses them and spits them out. We are entering into a very dangerous era and it's happening on two fronts and it's a simpler principle to this. President Trump says the other day in his rally, he says, we need everybody to vote because if we vote and we vote in mass, we're going to outdo the algorithm and that's how we will get candidates in office. Okay, I'll take it at face value, except I have a question that nobody seems to want to answer. Mr. President, we did that in 2020. How come you're not president now? And this is where the illusion and delusion begins because people aren't willing to ask the hard questions. In fact, MAGA has become so cult-driven now that if you dare question anything President Trump says, they want to ostracize you. And then to watch how quickly they change, it only takes one person. In fact, there was a discussion the other day and I got somehow Bards FM got thrown into it. And the comment was after Bards Fest, Scott became very anti-Trump. And then there's a whole bunch of Q folks that jumped in on that comment. It was quite interesting to witness because people are sheep in the bad way. They want to be part of groupthink. We've seen it happen recently. You heard me talk about it. It happened in Telegram. 
on our channel. It happens. And people, I'm just telling you this because it takes a strength in, in our faith to stand. And, to, and when we say stand, we mean stand even in the midst of a violent storm. And if you don't have your feet locked tight with your relationship with Jesus, you will bow and you will bend to the worst type of things. You know, it, was, it would be so easy when you get thrown in jail to blame somebody else. But I will tell you this. I mean, this is where my relationship with God opened up the greatest was when I was thrown in jail in August, 20, August of 2017 for 20 days. Because that moment, I had to make a choice. If, was I going to blame someone else for this? Or was I going to own the accountability for what happened and then move forward and step into it? And that's how that relationship opened up. But we have to be able to stand strong even when things get hit hard. Look, there's going to be people that are going to be imprisoned. They're going to be jailed. They're going to be excoriated in the media. There's going to be accusations off the cuff. I've said this before. It's still amazing to me that an event that happened five years ago for me still pops up. Matter of fact, it just popped up the other day. Some lawyer saw something and said, you were thrown in jail. And my response was, you're a lawyer. You should be in jail. We just didn't see the right ending to you. So this is, people are, people are very weak. And most of this weakness comes about from a lack of strength in the relationship in faith, which is anchored in our relationship in Christ and then through that to the Father. And when we're constantly there, it's not dogma, it's not anything other than the knowledge that as we have that in us, we are gaining the wisdom with eyes to see. Now let's go back to this Jacera thing because this is a dangerous moment in our, in our history of humankind. And I don't think it's just a national thing. But watch how this is starting to roll out. Every institution across the West is beginning to crumble. London Bank just bought back the pensions in London. Now, all the pensions that they are responsible for, I don't think it's just London, are bankrupt. When did they go bankrupt? They actually went bankrupt in, 20, oh, in 2007. And what happened then? Well, when they had the implosion of the economy. They raided everybody's 401k. They raided everybody's pension. And people are saying, well, I've, I have a statement that shows how much money I have. No, you have a statement that shows how much money they owe you. And that ties in with that additional four quad trillion, quad trillion, hear me, four quad trillion of derivative debt that doesn't even exist. So what they have done is they've created a Ponzi scheme to where they're constantly printing money to fill the void. And that works when they do things like they do some raising of interest rates here and they manipulate this. And then you start to hear about, a, 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 you know, the, um, the, cost of, the cost of goods is going up. Inflation is what I'm trying to say. The inflation is going up. Well, inflation is a way of degrading your income. And all these things work together in a coordinated effort that people see as like magic. They're just like, oh, it's inflation. I wonder how that's happened. And of course, they blame the little things like, well, it's obviously government spending too much. No, it's a system that from the very beginning was a Ponzi scheme. It was designed to enslave us. It was designed to never allow us to really have money. And they've rigged this system all the way through, even to the point that if you do have money, And in fact, many families save money for a very particular place now so that they can spend their income at the end of their life in retirement homes, which ensures that the people, that the children will get very little, unless you're one of the very few that have just an inordinate amount of wealth. They've rigged the system from birth to death, and they're doing it even more now because now with this injection and with children, and with the gender modifications, they're guaranteeing people are tied to this health system for bad health or having to constantly take hormones or whatever it is for their entire life. They are now slaves and in bondage that they will never leave. 
That's the system we have. So as we start looking at the two-party system, and we're hearing that if you vote in November and your vote goes in, I'm, again, I'm not telling you not to vote. I'm telling you the realness behind the vote. Because what we've missed in this whole thing is, where's our vote in heaven? And where's our loyalty to God? I frankly don't know of any candidate right now that I would trust. None. Because it's all the candidates of men. And as we put our trust in men, we are going to get the same results. Jeremiah 17, 5, thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in mankind and makes flesh his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That is what we're being drawn to do. Jeremiah 17, 5 is so critical to appreciate because everybody's being led to put their trust in mankind and not in Father God. And I just find this stunning because even people who will tell me that I have a strong relationship with Jesus and, and then it will be like, yes, but all their hope and trust and faith goes in with President Trump. He is a man. And there's a lot of questions that have to be asked that need to be asked that need to be answered. And I'm willing to listen and I'm equally willing to ask the questions that some people don't seem to want to ask. I don't care if I'm popular with that or not. But that's, again, about seeking truth. And we have to keep that focus in mind as we go forward because as this economic system collapses, as it is, it's not if, it's as it is happening. And it will be a sustained operation here for some time. We are going to see a point when people are going to be increasingly desperate. We're already seeing it. Gas in L.A. is now at $8.5 a gallon. The small towns are going to get obliterated, and it's going to make travel even more difficult. I saw this even on the trip that I just did for six weeks. It wasn't the big cities. It's not the huge truck stops. It's the small places in between where you actually need them if you're traveling because those are your quick stops. You drive in and get some gas. It's the local economy, and the, as you're driving through, you need that extra boost on your tank. All of those little places will start to vanish. We're going to see the bankruptcies and those small mom and pops. Then we end up with big gaps in between. You better be prepared if you have a vehicle to start carrying gas cans with you because you're going to have to carry it longer distances. And it's going to get more expensive. I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see 10 to $15 a gallon in gas here in the not-too-distant future. What does that do to a family? It creates a natural event where desperation, you can have all the food in the world, but now people are having to choose between job, mortgage, food, or gas. And you can see the collapse right before you. And this is by design. Because what happens in that is as people are not prepared, and most are not, then what happens is people become desperate. And desperation leads to what? Fear. There has to be an enemy. The enemy will be Russia or China or Biden administration. That'll be one of the three. Choose one. And then comes trauma because in the midst of all this, they're going to have to, they're going to see their hopes and their dreams fade away. They're going to feel the trauma of the event. And then comes the solution. Create the problem, offer the solution. Simple. And what's the solution? It's called Jacera. It'll come in the package. It'll say that it's the Jubilee. You'll roll it in and they'll say debt forgiveness, folks. It's going to be a whole new era for humanity. We're going to bring in new technologies. We're going to have a new era of innovation. What do you need to do to get it? It's very simple. You need to register yourself and your biometrics into the central account that's now tracked by a master AI. And you'll hear positive things. In fact, this is already was in queue, if you're questioning this. We're going to have this era where everything is going to be taken care of and monitored. You can find this in all the discussions right now in a lot of the Patriot boards. This new era where there's going to be, there's no way that they're ever going to be able to pull off what they did again because everything will be monitored. Every transaction will be monitored. There will be no dark web. There will be all in the open. 
everything will be seen. Starlink will be up because now everybody will have internet available to them and we won't have to rely on the cell towers on the ground. Good. That also means that no matter where you move, they track you. Why do you think Apple just put in a satellite uplink system into their new iPhone 14? They're gearing everybody to be prepared. They're soft walking this in to get everybody locked into a master grid. And as we do, we become enslaved. You can't move without them knowing where you are. You can't say anything without them hearing it. But it's going to be all done in the name of new era of, of humanity. And everybody will have money because money's what makes the world go around, except that where is it coming from? You just heard a minute ago that using ledger technology and XRP, which is already embedded into the main systems of the banking. In fact, I just read tonight that Every one of the accounts at Wells Fargo, no matter how small, already has a mirrored XRP account to it that people don't even know exists yet. So they're making money out of nothing right now. And as they roll this in, and all they have to do is term it right, because unfortunately, and I'm going to be honest, some of the weakest people in the world are those that say they're Christian. Because they have no resolve. They're just looking for that easy way until Jesus comes. And they'll hear Jubilee and they'll say, oh, Lord, thank you. You have answered my prayers. You have rained down money from heaven like manna. Help me. Thank you for all you've done. You've helped me through this period. And my debt has been relieved. My prayers have been answered. Funny thing is, I don't read that in the Bible anywhere where we just get a free pass. Maybe I'm missing something. But when I read scripture and I've read Old Testament and New Testament, what I see is we have to work through a process of accountability with God. That we have to come to a place of repentance with the Lord. And that we have to take accountability for the actions of who we are. But that's not what's going to be heard. Instead, what we're going to hear is freedom from death that we created, freedom from death that we accepted. And it's going to be this wonderful time and people will get all this new money. They'll think, they'll think it's a wonderful time. It's how it'll start. And, and they might even offer you something tremendous, like you're going to get $10,000 a month. Nothing is for free, folks. And once they start going into that place, it's going to get very convoluted to know what to believe and what not if you're listening to them, if your worship is on men. And it's, you're going to be an odd one out, and I'm telling you this now. If you say, no, I don't want it, people are going to look at you and tell you you're crazy. They're going to tell you that that's nuts. It's free money. It's, it's money, and you'll even hear this argument, but it's money that's owed to us because they stole our money for so long. This is the return of the wealth to us. Okay, we'll see how this works out. Now, because when it starts to become individual consumable money, you have to begin to be suspect. But it's even deeper than that. There's an interesting thing, article that came up today in the Gateway Pundit. And I think it's very telling in everything that it shows and reveals, but it's a matter of how we read a headline. So here's the headline. And we'll come back to the Jubilee in a minute, but keep the Jubilee in mind of what I was saying. And here's the headline. In another blow to Democrats, 69% of American voters oppose child porn books in school libraries. In another blow to Democrats. Okay. Let me read this headline the way I see this headline. In another statement, to how hedonistic the American public is, 31% of American voters support child porn books in school. That's a true statement. 31% of our population is not opposed or doesn't care if there's pornography in school, in school libraries. That's how debased we are. And the reason I go back to the Jacera model with this is because the real fight here that nobody is arguing, well, except here, is that we have to get back to a moral foundation. 
we have to fight for the reset of the moral foundation in our nation. You can hear this same message from John Benziger. You can hear this same message from Pastor Dave in Yuba City. You can hear this same message from Brad Cummings. You can hear this same message from Pastor Graham in Thomaston, Georgia. And there's other pastors out there too telling you the same thing. But in this discussion of, of the digital world of the Patriot movement, everybody's getting so wrapped up about the military's in control. They're going to take it back. We're going to go to a worldwide martial law that's going to be a reset. It's going to be a jubilee. And I keep asking the same question. How are they, and in this process, what is the process to reset the moral foundation to the nation and the world? We know this answer. We talk about it here all the time. It's one thing. You have to return to the relationship in God, and the only way you're getting there is through Christ Jesus. It's that simple. It's not any more complicated. But nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to say that because those are the things that when you say them, it's like, oh, I don't know. I might not get enough followers. They might steer away from me. They might not like what I have to say. John fourteen six. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. That doesn't build big accounts because then you become that, oh, he's just that Jesus freak. No. I just, like you, understand that there's only one way through this. It's not about being a Jesus freak, but I'll take that title gladly because I do love Jesus and I do pursue his love with everything and I will give up everything to seek it. And therein lies the greatest difference of the true following of Christ and those that are going to say they are but get pulled away by the promises of Babylon. Are you willing to sacrifice everything for your pursuit in love of Father? And if we can check ourselves with that simple metric, it's a simple test, I think we'll be on a pretty good path. You'll still be tempted. There'll still be some stumbles and falls. But this message is important because unless we get back to the moral reset of our nation, all this other stuff that they're offering is just leading us to the same path. It just looks better. It smells a little nicer because they use the rose spray after somebody farted in the bathroom instead of leaving it, leaving the fan on. That's about it. And that's about where we're at right now. And it's so important that we understand this because the challenges before and the temptations will be massive because it's, it is going to happen rather suddenly. That's when I say this, it's amping up to this and you have to have good discernment. Look, Patriots, I wouldn't put them past that. We've talked about this in jest, but I'm very serious. I would not put, this past them to do some sort of project blue beam garbage of, re, of ex, disclosing technologies with a invade alien invasion. Okay. And the whole thing will be to uh, once again, to create trauma, the people will collapse. The state will rise up. The military will be the hero. They will save the day. You know, I've, I listen to a lot of different accounts around as I have time. And, there's one person that I'm hit and miss on, okay? But I will give him lots of credit on this. This is Cliff High. In a recent piece, he stated he was going through the Law of War, which I have the current manual of the Law of War, by the way. I've been reading through it. And his statement is dead on. We, once we go into Law of War, which seems, seems to be the direction we're headed, the military is not giving this up anytime soon. And they're not. This is the same woke military that we have right now that's more worried about your pronouns and if you're going to choose your gender than if they are worried about protecting the 
constitution or enacting their right of enemies of defending us from enemies domestic and foreign. This is the same military that is tied heavily with the military-industrial complex that has helped fund bioweapons labs in Ukraine and Taiwan. This is the same military that has bioweapons labs around the globe. This is the same military that is whose role is war when they talk peace. I'm sorry, but that oxymoron never works. And here's the bottom line on this, which is important to understand. This is the same military that doesn't have an economist team on board. They do not understand economies. In fact, the military itself is socialist, and we're expecting them to reset the world. Where does all this lead? Because these are all kind of downer type things tonight. It leads to something really profound and really amazing. And it's very simple. The answer is not complicated and it's not complex. It's actually simple. If we keep our eyes on Jesus and we're listening to Father God where he wants us to walk, no matter how bizarre it may seem, even if that means you take a six-week trip across the country to deliver 12 Bibles, when we listen to him and obey, everything works out. He protects us. We get all we need as he knows we need. And he provides for us in amazing ways. As long as our eyes and trust stay there. But when we start to get deviated and distracted and we get to those lures of Babylon and we start to think about what we can do to do something instead of how we can serve him better. That simple place right there is when we get pulled off the path and things get muddled and it's going to get very easy or I should say easier to fall off that path with all these temptations that will be coming. We are working within the beast system. The beast system is transforming. It's going to offer us a new version of the beast system. They're going to put another coating of icing on it. It's going to look better and they'll probably improve the flavor a little bit. It's still going to be a beast system. Be wary. Question everything. And always put your eyes on Jesus and through Christ to our Father. Always check in through him first. I know for some that's preaching to the choir, and I'm glad I am. But it's a reminder we all must keep before us. It's a simple little thing today. Just going through the, the, the podcast, and I was just going through planning for the podcast, and I asked myself the question, And that's the trap. How can I grow this? And I stopped. And I went to prayer and I said, Father God, listen, that was the wrong statement. Forgive me. My question is, how can I serve you better? And the answer was, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing fine. That's all I need. And that's where we all need to be. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we want to thank you just for this amazing and blessed fellowship that we have seen grow and continues to grow across this world. And it's beautiful, and we're grateful for it. We've, we've created spaces we can come together in a digital space to be able to build fellowship and strengthen our faith. Father, tonight we just pray for discernment discernment for the many that the temptations are going to be there and it will be there for all of us, not just some. And we're all going to have to seek the discernment and make some hard decisions because there are hard decisions to be made. Not everyone's going to be as prepared as another and the opportunities are going to be there to trust in a state system rather than put our eyes in on you and work and trust in one another. So we pray for the discernment to seek you to seek one another and to step away from the temptations that will be offered by a state. We will definitely be the outcasts. We will definitely be the ones that people will look at and go, oh, you're those crazy dudes that didn't want to play the game. And the answer is, yes, we are. And we're probably even those Jesus freaks, and we're proud of it. 
So, Father, we just thank you for the strength that you've provided for us, and we just continue to pray for discernment and clarity as we step forward. And we ask from our heart, humbly, if you can, for any wisdom you can give to us in these times and days ahead for each person to hear what you say, to know where you need us, how you want us to step, and what you need us to do. Our heart is to serve you more. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Seek to serve Father more, not to seek what we need to do to serve ourselves better. And that is so easy to fall into that. We all do. I did today. I mean, literally. And that's why I had to pause. But if we keep ourselves focused on Jesus and understand what our purpose is here, which is to serve with all of our heart, Father God, no matter what the sacrifice is, we're going to get through this in an amazing way. I mean, truly. Because that's when we walk there, we're not walking of this world anymore. We're walking with him. And that is the fine line between the narrow path and that massive wide gate down below. We need to stay on that narrow path. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. Man, is he with us. And he's speaking so boldly. And he'll never forsake us. And in the end, he will always win. But he has us here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. And what an amazing time it is to be alive. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow for bended knee. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the deepest end. Oh, I want to feel something. Get back in my body Oh,